Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. done watching listen to your heart which really put me in like a wild headspace I think, that show is recording. insane it's the only thing i care about it's okay. what i wanted too hot to handle to be but it was a coward whoa um hot, too hot to handle was a trash show what it was so poorly produced oh for sure it it was awful and the bachelor actually has like awful producers and so they know how to get drama right and Oh my god. So we just got done watching Listen to Your Heart and Chris and I like quote unquote drink like I drink water but every time that they say listen to your heart we drink uh-huh. um and oh boy <laughs> do they really say it so much yeah um if you want a an, an expert level or a hard level um you can yeah. also add a drink whenever they reference the film a star is born and if you do Stop! play with those rules you will die you will die you will die, poisoning, yeah. you'll die. <laughs> the first episode in the first like five minutes it's brought up like six times. The amount of times that they're like, I want a relationship, like a star is born. I really want someone to corrupt me and not want a success for me. Right, like, did y'all see that movie? Did, did you, you see, see any version of a star right. is born? I, there, uh, name me one person who watches that and I'm like, you know what? Artist and artist relationships, always healthy and always super great and aspirational. And I want that to be me. I really want a relationship where my partner pushes a donut into my face because they're so fucked up. Yeah. And so <laughs> jealous for my And success. ruins my one night at the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they have a substance disorder. Like, yeah. I, what do you... I Come on. That's what... That is what relationships look like to me. Yeah. And honestly, like, as much as I give them shit, that's basically all that we read about here, so... Listen, you know, fair enough. Welcome to Into a Star is Born. <laughs> Everyone's favorite podcast about a star is born. <laughs> we watch all of them. Every week. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a little marathon every week. It's really exhausting. Yeah, it's honestly, it's not worth it. It's not. And neither is Listen to Your Heart, honestly, but I watch it every week because I'm now, unfortunately, hooked on Bachelor products. Yeah, welcome. It brings me joy in this (laughs) joyless time. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Um, But anyways, hi, welcome to Into the Twilight. Hello. Um, Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Goddamn. Proud of you. One of the things I've been getting into with all of this happening um, mm. is, like, watching more, like, streams. Ooh. Like, putting stuff in the background of, like, people playing, like, Animal Crossing or games or just, like, chatting or whatever. It's been good, like, background noise. Um, so I, I popped onto Twitch.tv today 
just to see if anything fun not was spot, happening. Not, spot. not spot, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but if they want, for sure. Um, but uh, I was like, what's what's going on? And who do I see but a familiar face to you and I? Um, American hero Brendan Urie. <laughs> I love him so much. Just playing Assassin's Creed. No on a Wednesday, just yeah, no technology, <laughs> no cell phone in sight. Um, there were a lot of colorful string lights. Um, I did I not like click on it because I I didn't want what? my computer Why? to be cursed for four years. <laughs> but I, it was a trip and a half for sure to witness. How could you tell me this and then not give me a minute by minute recap of that? I listen, you're right. Um I will say I did take a I did take a photo of the title of of his stream, which I don't even know if I can really pronounce <laughs> nonsense. Um it is Y apostrophe B E A U F and then you know it. Y apostrophe know it. Oh. So that's take that as you will. I will hold it. The, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would treasure it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, that's in case you're wondering what Brendan Urie was up to um, in the Newtons. Now you know. I've always been convinced that w- the reason why we have that audio of him naming the Teletubbies was from a Twitch stream. <laughs> Is that wrong? Is it from like an Instagram live or something? I have no idea. I've, uh, that has always just been my headcanon until I've been proven otherwise. Sure. And that's, you're right. Then I'm, I mean, that's, that has always been my truth is that I'm right (laughs) (laughs) until proven otherwise. Yeah. So, damn, I. Yeah. What's up? How are you? Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'm, oh, I'm fine. Um, just, just, just fine. Um, (laughs) I mean, it's, listen, I will say that, like, we are here in, I'll just give you a little bit of a a weather update here in my neck of the woods. Thank you. Um, my little Al Roker corner, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that I know you all are so interested in, um, because it means a lot to you about, like, a Seattle weather update um but it has been like unseasonably dry and sunny here in seattle Uh which for a lot of you you're like why are you complaining it's it rains a lot here (laughs) like shut up um however that means that the pollen here has been a lot yeah so today we are getting rain which is nice because that means that like Bye, Pollen, you nasty bitch. Um, <laughs> however, it is dark again, and I haven't. It hasn't been dark and stormy in a while, and all I want to do is just like be one with my feelings. <laughs> okay. Which, yeah. After last week of us just thinking about like Bella's spinning chair is like not necessarily the the best thing. Sure. Um, yeah for for the emotions so all of it has taken so much effort today to like do work things and not just stay in my bed and and one sleep or 
to sleep and also play Animal Crossing. So I'm I'm living. Am I alive? I don't know, but I'm living. <laughs> I guess is mm-hmm. is where I'm at. But it's it's cozy. It's raining. It's it's chilling. So I'm here. I'm all right. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Taking um, that rain. Happy, I'm I'm taking it. <laughs> um, but I will say that the happy thing that I'm bringing this week is unsurprisingly another Animal Crossing thing. And it has been all of the K.K. Slider read draws that have been happening on Twitter. Oh, it's so good. It's so powerful God. and it means a lot to me. I want them all in my physical home. I want them I framed. Do too. They're masterpieces. I want it on vinyl. I love them. And I'm. it means a lot to me. I think... As mentioned so much on a podcast that is not about Animal Crossing, I think it has been clear how much this game has been bringing us joy in (laughs) the time of Newtons. Uh Um, But I think that in particular, this redraw challenge has has meant a lot to me. I think that it has been bringing me great joy. Um, The one in particular that I think is relevant to our interests is the one that um, the user Autumn or Who to Lose on Twitter <laughs> made. <laughs> Who to Lose? Um, which is so pure. I love that username. Yeah. Um, which was a redraw of the Twilight soundtrack. Ugh. And it's so good. Um, we have it on our Twitter, um, but it is Tom Nook <laughs> and KK Slider. Um, where it's, of course, the iconic, like, Edward crouching over Bella, but now it's Tom Nook yeah. and fucking K.K. Slayer. Oh, I love K.K.'s just little paw. <laughs> just caressing Tom Nook. And just, uh, uh, The K.K. Slider in the Twilight font goes so hard. It doesn't have to, but it does. It's so sick. <laughs> I just want, like, that K.K. Slider in the Twilight font, I want it tattooed on me. It means so much. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh. Uh, we've threatened a lot of bad tattoos over the course of the show. That, I think, is the best one we've done so far. That one goes hard. And that one's good. And it doesn't good. need to, but yeah. it does. Yeah. So I love it. Um, and it's very... It's very good. That's one of the good things, I think, right now. There's been a lot of shitty things, I think, on Twitter as of right now. Yes. There's always. Like, right. always, but... But, like, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Bless the, the KK Slider redraws. Love that. All right. We have quite a few current events this week. Woo! Which, it's it's been a while since we've had, like, powerful, strong, good news to good bring to the space. News. Some hearty news this week. It is, and I'm, I'm thankful for it, that's for sure. The first one, folks, is a powerful one, so oh. brace yourselves, do what you need to do to prepare, because <laughs> this is a doozy. <laughs> yeah. Um, this came out on 420. Nice. 420. <laughs> um, and this was from The Post in Athens, um, and this was a Q&A with the one and only catch-a-boy himself, Jackson oh, Rathbone. God. <laughs> it's like, that's my only association with this man now, besides, Literally. you know. Every time that I shake a Heinz, like, plastic <laughs> bottle in my house, and I try to make sure that that, like, 
wet juice is oh. incorporated back in. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think about two very important men that have been influential in my life. One is Ed Sheeran and the other one obviously is Jackson Rathbone. <laughs> and the juice really reminds me of that. Yeah. It's so gross. How you <laughs> People listen to this in the morning. Like, people, like, start their days. They wake up. They're like, oh, it's Monday. You know, I'm going to, like, get ready. It's a new day. It's a new week. I'm feeling great. Put yeah. on a little podcast. Nine minutes in. Talking about ketchup juice. Come get y'all juice. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> Do not come get y'all juice. <laughs> Uh, do you have any fucking? I gotta get out of this hole. Do you have any fun uh, tidbits? Any fun facts you learned about oh, our boy? Oh, I have so many. Jackson, I have so many. Okay, so this was done incredibly recently. Um, and the re- why they decided like, hey, it's the year of our Lord twenty twenty. <laughs> Let's check in on what fucking Jackson <laughs> is doing. I honest to God, I have no idea. Also, the most recent photo they put on here is credited from twenty sixteen. I is he dead? Did he just did <laughs> someone <laughs> else? <laughs> no, I just honestly I. It's so funny. When's the up. last time we saw Jackson Rathbone? I <laughs> For real, though. Well, I think that he went to the Forks Twilight Festival semi-recently. No, oh, fair enough. <laughs> I know that that was a rhetorical <laughs> question, but... <laughs> but I am on the case. <laughs> but I do have one of those little Sherlock hats, so <sighs> I am down to business. I'm coming out as so- a Jackson Rathbone truther. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Here's the fucked up thing about Jackson Rathbone. He is, like, in it. He wants to talk about, like, this movie that he was working on in Europe, specifically Latvia. And he was like, yes, thank you for asking. I'm doing this movie. And this uh, interviewer, Riley Reynolds, was like, yeah, 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 fuck off. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I want to talk about, one, how are you and your family doing? Yeah. And he was like, cool. Um, but more importantly, let's talk about your audition for Twilight. Let's talk about why Twilight was influential to you. Oh let's God. talk about if you keep in touch with them. Let's talk about your experience with Criminal Minds literally a decade ago and your music from years ago. So literally nothing recent. There's not a single question besides this like, oh, were you working on something before, you know, the Newtons happened? No other question about the actual relevant things he's working on. Nope. None. <laughs> this one question is like, what's something that not, not uh, no one would expect? It's like, oh, I don't know, maybe you have a movie coming out? Fucking interviewer? If <laughs> 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 you fucking did your job instead of wasting five questions on a movie that I've done interviews about for decades... At this point. <laughs> yeah, I've answered these questions so many times. In but every yeah. different conceivable way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you want to talk about the fact that, yeah, I read for Edward originally. And yeah, when I met with Catherine Hardwick, she was like, mm, I don't know. I think you'll be better for Jasper. Um, why don't you go ahead and just read the whole book of Eclipse and come back to me with notes? <sighs> God, I feel bad for him. Yeah, poor guy. That this is, like, what he has to do. And, like, 
I feel like the conversation that happened between his agent and the post was, yes, we will get you to talk about the new movie that you were doing if and only if you answer these 10 questions about stuff that you did over a decade ago. And he was like, ah, fine. And I feel bad. But yeah. I appreciate the, the new content, um, even if it is just rehashing stuff from the past. Yes, thank you. So thank you, um, and I wish that they had a photo on here of his ketchup tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can you take us to new movie corner that you introduced me to this week? Pew, 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 pew. It's time pew. for new movie corner. We got new movies. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, are you movies. Bird? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, new movies are still happening. <laughs> I honestly, I, it shocked me too. I don't know how I found out about this movie, but I a dream probably. Yeah, some fever dream. But I did find myself on the letterbox page for this movie, and I found the most Buckwild cast of all time: Shailene Woodley, Jimmy Dornan, Sebastian Stan, Matthew Gray Goobler. All of these people in a single film. And I was like, well, we have to talk about this. I am so excited. It's called Endings, Beginnings. And it looks insane. (laughs) I've never... I've never wanted to watch a movie more in this moment. Yeah. Than this. Right now. I want to watch it. Let me watch it. Literally in this promo fo- photo, Shailene Woodley has the exact same Anastasia Steele haircut. It for but honestly, like though, I could them, I could squint I could squint and just be like, yeah, that's that's Dakota Johnson for sure. But it's not. I there's there's so much about this that I love. Yes. Obviously, the cast. I, Impeccable. Hello. Hello. hello? Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, that's just our out? show. Just an hour of us saying hello and <laughs> different intonations. But also, okay, so Drake Dormius, I have Thank you. had. Hi. <laughs> I have loved this man since he did Like Crazy. Like Crazy is one of my favorite movies of all time ever. Mm-hmm. And it is by no means a perfect movie. Sure. It is not. But it is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. So the fact that he is coming out with this movie, that it is another, like, love-hate relationship kind of movie. I'm like, hello, inject <laughs> it into my veins. I need it right now. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm all stoked. I want. Yeah. And I just realized this dude also did Equals, the Case 2 oh. movie. Yes. With Nicholas Holt. So already in our wheelhouse. He is, it's like he only makes movies for us, and that's (laughs) fine, like, that's okay. Thank you. That's okay, because I will continue to watch them. So, you sent this to me two days ago. Time's fake, especially right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And all I could do while watching this trailer was I had my hand over my mouth (laughs) and was just screaming the entire time, because it was just beautiful person after beautiful person after 
like story that I was very engaged with. And I was like, oh, I need this right now. Yeah. And it comes out like it's technically on on digital right now. Yeah. But it's on demand in like a week. So. <laughs> I, I, I need it. Yeah. Is, and I'm very excited for it. And it is very on brand for us. Well, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, and I'm very thankful. Uh, speaking of coming, do you want to talk about this next thing? Yeah, something's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the Batman. It's the Batman. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, color me surprised, folks. Yeah. It's uh, October mean, 2021. I don't think we're ever going to see this movie. If we're being honest. I, yeah, I mean, like, it, I'm not surprised. It's just, you know. <sighs> you know. I, listen. <laughs> it, you know, it happens. Uh, but if we want to talk about coming, for real, though. But for real, though? But for real, though? Also on a Robert note, welcome back to Robert Pattinson Corner. Robert Pattinson Watch. <laughs> Welcome back to Robert Pattinson Coming Corner. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a very frequent segment on the pod. Believe That's it or what not. I'm <laughs> he does it all the time. <laughs> okay, but if you've been on the internet at all lately, you've probably seen that A24 is holding an auction for props from their movies. Yes. You know, for charity and all that stuff. Just for corporate freaks. Just for the fucking billionaires. <laughs> and one of the beautiful things they're auctioning, obviously, this mermaid. The mermaid. The titular mermaid. To which Robert has fucking jerks off to and has rampant fantasies with. Yes. In the lighthouse. The light. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and the lantern. Yeah. The beautiful beautiful lantern but i am very excited about this because it they're giving them like all the proceeds are going to a food bank in new york city hell yeah i think i think the food bank of new york city if i'm not mistaken (laughs) Uh one it's nice to see that they are doing this but also can i just say a24 your website is this is obviously like a Squarespace website, yeah? <laughs> like Oh, for sure. Okay, cuz it is the hardest thing to look at. <laughs> like, I my my eyes hurt. The scrolls are fucking buck wild. Yeah. I y'all, come on. Yeah, it's a lot. But I I do appreciate like what the hell else are they going to do with them other than put them in a museum? So Right. Do some why, good. Yeah. So but I appreciate seeing some things from the lighthouse coming yeah. out um, and some charity things being done with that, especially given the time, which is cool. All right. We have a very important question. This question um, was provided to me in my DMs personally. <laughs> like I know um, just the right person to ask. 
but I, I respect the I respect the curiosity and also the urgency of this um, because it came to me in the night, <laughs> um, <laughs> like out of nowhere. Yeah. And I I respect that and I appreciate it. So I will not name the person, but it says, I know it's late, but I have an important question. Is Charlie Swan Republican? Yes or no? Damn. I know. And that's it. That's all it says. Yeah, no, that's that's plenty. Oh. And I told them I, that I would consult the oracles, which right. is you. <laughs> it's me. I am the oracle. Mm. And I, I, I don't, I don't want to say like full Republican because I don't think that's true. I think there is but, possibility for like a libertarian something yes. in there. He seems like a guy that maybe wouldn't be too happy with like <laughs> government in general. I struggled with this one because from. What we know about Charlie, yeah, he is born and raised in Forks. Yes, that's some real small town energy. It's true, and and he's a cop, and he's a cop, folks. <laughs> so he's a cop, <laughs> and. So here's the thing is, like, I have to wrestle with, like, what I want Charlie to be right. versus, like, what the text is telling My me Charlie is. My idea of Charlie's one. So, I think that there are some social issues that he's more lenient on. Sure. Yeah. He's a supportive guy. He's an accepting he fella. I think he would... Here's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would be the kind of guy that would be, he would say, like, socially liberal, fiscally conservative. Oh. Oh. Because yeah. remember the, like, he's fine with divorce. Right. He's. Well, I mean, personally, he wasn't too great with it. Wasn't too happy about it, but. Wasn't, wasn't too happy with it. But did like, do it. Yeah. But did, but he did it. Yeah. He was okay with Bella dating. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. um, Counterpoint does have a gun and loves his gun. Is a cop and does have a gun. (laughs) No, but he has a gun at home. He has the shotgun. That's true. Yeah. The titular scene with the beer can. Yeah. Does hunt. He does hunt. He's a hunting boy. <laughs> Counterpoint. <laughs> or, or additional point, doesn't no. know how to cook. Um, okay. No. <laughs> is he just one of those Republicans and is quiet about it? Yeah. Honest to God, folks, I don't know. Is he an independent? Is he an independent? <laughs> I think that I know that that just sounded like I was repeating your question. <laughs> I think that might. No, be the I just I heard you have a breakthrough, like a eureka moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be it. I think yeah. here's my headcanon. I think that he had Republican parents. Yeah. I think because of the fact that 
um, he married someone that feels aggressively liberal. Yeah. I'm, my final answer is he's an independent. Yeah, I'm somewhere between independent and libertarian. Because I think, like, I look at Charlie and I'm like, I love you. But I think, like, you definitely did vote for Gary Johnson. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? No, I agree. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. It's, listen, we don't love this information. But it is what we have. Again, what the text says right. isn't always what I have to believe, right. but it and is what the text says. If we've learned says. nothing from this podcast, <laughs> it's that fuck the text and what the text says. Right. Because usually agree. it's garbage. Right. So, I agree. thank you for that head puzzle. All right. So, last week, when we were reading this mess of a text that yes. is Hidden Bodies... <laughs> This book makes me so unhappy is the problem. Yeah. Like, truly upset. It, yes. This book makes me feel, mm, (laughs) this book makes me feel like a soggy onion ring. Okay. I don't know if that's right. (laughs) Yeah, but it is how I feel. It is... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it is the first thing that came to my head, so I am going to lean into it. Yeah. First rule improv, um, baby. <laughs> stop. No, <laughs> don't you dare. Um, don't you dare. All right, so last week when we were reading this awful text, Joseph was on his way to Crystalia's house, which in the book they say it's Henderson. Let's be honest, it's Crystalia. Yeah. Um. With his coworker, who is supposed to be forty, but I'm having a difficult time believing that it's forty. Yeah, and his bad friends, his gaggle of they, dudes, his clown car <laughs> fuck boys, yeah. and then they watch Crystalia do a set in front of all of his pals. Yeah, you know, and like Joe got do. upset because he was like, oh. My last, my girlfriend Amy says that her last boyfriend sucked at sex, and Joe's like, "I'm gonna kill him." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He did get his feelings hurt. Yeah, cause, cause Joseph can't take a joke. Am I right? <laughs> Fucking snowflake. Um, am I right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Joseph probably replies to people on Twitter using that, but then he actually is that. Yeah, he's a soft boy. How does that make you feel, Joseph? How does that make you feel? <laughs> um, and then when we left off, like the very last bit, he had ground up Percocets into Crystalia's. I'm just going to say Henderson. Yeah. Just so that no one sues me. Right. Um, for <laughs> Into Henderson's Hydroflask, <laughs> left it on his bedside table. And then I didn't realize this when we were reading last week, but apparently he snuck into his closet. (laughs) I didn't understand that part. Yeah, I think I missed that, too. Yeah, because apparently I I had to go back into the last chapter and find this, because it said, I take his box into his walk-in, live-in fucking closet, and then he, like, stayed there. And then just perch. Yeah. (laughs) So... 
Chapter 13 starts off, apparently he just hides in this closet for hours. Yeah, the party is still happening. Right. (laughs) He just waits. Doesn't, like, go to the bathroom or anything. Well, he just waits, we've been which there honestly before. for the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess he did learn from his yeah. mistakes. <laughs> Especially because, as we will find out later on, Joseph is quite bad at actually like flushing. So it might actually <laughs> be for the best. <laughs> so Joseph waits and he waits. And then finally, the party ends. And I keep wanting to say Chris. <laughs> Henderson walks upstairs. Uh, now that I actually know how to pronounce his name, I just want to keep saying it over and over yeah, again. Yeah, just get I had to rolls ask, off the tongue. <laughs> I honestly had to, like, watch a pronunciation of it. Because every week you say it, and I'm like, yes, I'll remember. And then every <laughs> week after we finish recording it, it just leaves my ears and it's gone. All right. Party ends. <laughs> Henderson, like a true guy's guy, yeah. puts all of his blinds down plays a little Seth Meyers, <laughs> has a bowl of cereal, <laughs> and heads upstairs. Uh, celebrities, they're just like us. They're just like us, folks. I, I don't know what to tell you. We've all been you know? there. Had a little Listen, nighttime would... cereal with some Listen, Seth Meyers. Come on. Sometimes you just gotta have cereal to soak up all the alcohol, you know? Listen. Listen. <laughs> but, you know... Sometimes you just don't have alcohol instead, and you just want nighttime cereal, you know? Um, My favorite part of all of this is the fact that Henderson has a very intricate skincare routine. It's beautiful. I love that. We 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 stand a self-care skincare king. Yep. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I love that. Um, And then he goes to bed after having a little bit of sleeping pills and a little bit of Xanax topped off with his water that was spiked with a lot of Percocet. So this guy's fucked. <laughs> oh, and then I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He did also masturbate and then we went to sleep. <laughs> so again, celebrities, they're just like us. They're just like us. Yeah. And then things get like really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like bad fucked up. Yeah, because And I thought that the confrontation between Henderson and Joseph in the TV show was pretty fucked. Yeah. I guess I didn't know (laughs) what I didn't know. Yeah. This is, like, full, like, unhinged Joe, like, angry, really, like, weird, torturing, like, has an agenda situation. Like, it's it very is. gruesome, and, like, he's, he's like, you know, beating the shit out of him, and he's, like, looking through his phone, and it's like, let me rattle off every woman in this phone. It's like, what's your personal relationship with? And he's like, I don't know, man, I fuck a lot of women. And he's like, tell me! <laughs> tell me how you know them. Which, to be fair, Henderson is an asshole. Oh, yes. Full stop. Bad guy. However... If Joseph had me tied up like he did to Crystalia, uh-huh. and he went through my phone, 
<laughs> which the contacts I haven't updated since I first got a phone right. in yeah. seventh grade. <laughs> and I haven't deleted asked, a phone number in the decade. <laughs> I have never, I honest to God, I have never, I don't know that I have intentionally deleted maybe, I could, I think I could count on my hand, on one hand, how many phone numbers I've ever deleted that is from my contacts. insane. I have phone numbers in here from middle school. So I I think I'm just going to type bar in here. <laughs> yeah. So if he asked, if Joseph at gunpoint asked me who Brenda pretty face bar was, <laughs> I could not tell you, Joseph. Like, Yeah. It's a hard I, test. There's one in here that just says Elise and just has a smiley face. Like, (laughs) I don't know, Joseph, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't think it's fair to go through someone's contacts knowing how little people actually, like, delete contacts. Oh, my gosh. So, I think that's mean. (laughs) I think it's rude. Um, (laughs) I think think it's rude. Meanwhile, Um, crooning softly in the background is... The Jersey Boys cast recording <laughs> on Crystalina's iPod. This part really fucked me up. <laughs> and it's not really even like it's, <laughs> it's not even like referenced once as like a little offhand. Like that's weird. He thinks no. he's a cool guy, and he like listens to Jersey Boys. <laughs> it is referenced so many <laughs> times. Like, once a page, he's like, man, fucking Frankie Valley is just crooning his heart out while I'm beating the shit out of Crystalia. It's like, what? So much so that after, spoiler, like, just like the fucking TV show, he kills Henderson. He goes out and downloads Jersey Boy. He's like, all right, I'm going to open up my iTunes. I'm going to buy the the fucking MP3s for Jersey Boys. And that's yeah. going to be my thing now. With these cool yep. new headphones I just stole from this guy I just murdered. Very smart move, by yeah. the way, Joseph. Thank you. Doing great. great. Good work. You're doing good. <laughs> I will say, compared to the TV show version of this confrontation, this confrontation lasted quite a long time throughout this chapter. Yeah, for sure. And I found it really anticlimactic. Yeah, because like... The whole thing is that Joe is super upset because Crystal was like bragging about fucking Amy in front of all these people and he and she was like, Oh, Joe's bad at sex, ha uh-huh. And he's like, Fuck, you have to die for that, because that was embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> to me specifically. And like when they actually have this fight, Chris is like, Yeah, I I wrote jokes. Like those are not my real life experiences. I like I met Amy. I just like I wrote jokes about having a relationship because that's how I get people to watch my show. Like that's the whole thing. And then Joe's like, "Fuck you, dude! I can't believe you lied to people (laughs) for your job." And he's like, "Yeah, I guess." And he's like, "Cool, I guess you're gonna die for that." Because I'm Joe, and I I'm, I, I really staked a lot in this decision that you fucked Amy, and it turns out you didn't, but I'm already so far into this, and I have to kill you, otherwise you will do something bad to me. So I guess I'm just going to do it. My favorite part of 
this whole thing is <laughs> Joseph cannot comprehend that comics lie. <laughs> yeah, he's so betrayed. That that comics fib or that comics just take a story and then twist it to make it funny like writers do or that like people do right. in stories. You're telling me comedians aren't people that just have very insane lives and then right, speak exactly. about it in microphones? And so Joseph is staring at, at Henderson and is like, you just pointed at her the other night on that stand-up. You just said, hi, Amy. <laughs> Henderson's like, it's a TV show. I pointed at a plant. <laughs> and Joseph is like, well, fuck, dude. I can't get out of this. Yeah, so. I, I already started the whole thing, you know? I can't I just, really, like, you already got a lot of drugs in your system. So it's a little too late. I'm gonna take that back. <laughs> uh, I hope you forgive me when you're right. dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, I mean, he goes through all this work to find out his, like, maid, tells his maid, like, you've got the day off. And then pushes Henderson so much that we find out the actual story, which is that he met Amy at a bar and like she was wearing a shirt from USC, just this like comedy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, ta- she was talking about like the best sex she ever had was from her ex about blueberries. And Henderson, of course, had to turn that around to talk about him so that it was actually funny for his routine. Right. But Joseph was like, wait, she was talking about me? Fuck this girl. I'm going to kill her anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And he's still set on, like, pushing Henderson to go through all of these Amy's, which, to be fair, like, he had a lot of Amy's in his phone. It's true. There's a lot. There was, like, 11 Amy's. It was a lot. (laughs) And then he just ends up killing him. It was... In a very, like, rude way. And, like, there's never, there's not a nice way to kill someone, but it was nasty. Yeah, pretty rude way to do it. It was pretty rude. Um, it, I don't know, like, it, thinking back to it, like, it was, because it was something, like, he tied, like, a plastic bag or something around his head. And then went to the bathroom so that he could write down all of his skincare products because he wanted to use them afterwards. Oh my gosh. It's like, Joseph, this is completely uncharacteristic to the guy who had a cage to make himself feel powerful. Yeah, for sure. Who is this dude? Who are you? So, very weird. Do you want to talk about the sudden switch to CSI, Joseph, though? Because that really kind of, like, shook me a little bit. He's like, all right, how do I make it so that it's not me who did the crime when they're picking up DNA and shit? And he's like, you know what has a lot of DNA just festering? A bowl of M&Ms at a party. What if I just fucking do my thing with these... And no one can trace it. 
Yeah, because of course, sure. Who? Have you, I, now I'm never, I'm never going to look at a bowl of candy. Like, I know that's the truth. Like, I know everyone's fucking paws are in it or whatever. But, like, I don't think that when I get a handful of fucking M&Ms. Yeah, I, the, the things that he chose to make up this sex party (laughs) was a lot. Yes. The, the cups... The sweaters, yeah. sure. The wine, sure. Yes. The M and M's, like Joseph. I get that you've just had a partner that really liked to bring food into the bed, right? Um, M and M's. I don't know that I would consider the most sexual. So okay, like I, but sure. Um, and again, folks, please remember Jersey Boy soundtrack. Still going on. It's on repeat. It is just blasting. Yep. Um, And during this time, like, the last, one of the last things that he does is he sends, oh, well, he takes, like, a couple of his t-shirts and stuff, takes his headphones, and the last thing that he does is he sends a tweet from Henderson's account. It's, like, a, just a fucking bubble um, so that people can, like, really think about it and analyze it. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. He goes on about how everyone is going to psychoanalyze this and mourn him from his death. Which I, okay, sure. I guess. It really <laughs> says a lot about society. You know what I mean? It, yeah, like, Joseph is really convinced that, like, we live in a society. And still is sure that he's going to kill Amy after this. Um, And the chapter ends with him almost getting back to his apartment. Like, Can is crossing the street, like, right next to his apartment complex. And then a fucking cop pulls him over. (laughs) Wee-wee. Yep, I'm the police. Um... And so, just like it did in the television show, um, chapter 14 starts, um, and we see the cop. I don't know that this is supposed to be, like, I don't know. The way that they describe this cop, it doesn't sound like Delilah's cop. Yeah. Officer Robin Fincher. (laughs) Um, He sounds far more like a dick in this one than in the television show. Right. Which I guess is for the best. Um, cause this guy is a racist and yeah. an asshole. Yeah, and some and bad stuff, y'all. He says some really inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the, the main thing, as with, um, I can't remember in the TV show if it was about jaywalking or not, but. <sighs> I don't know. It was, so, Joe was leaving and, like, had a trash bag full of all this shit, right? That's right. And it was late at night, and, like, I think there were, like, reports of the death already, like, happening, and so he was, like, the cop was out there being like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> With a fucking... That's fair. And then he got the headphones. He's like, thanks, bud. And, like, all That's that right. stuff. Yeah. But I don't okay. think he ever got a ticket or anything. He's like, if I'm watching you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the, like the fucking, um, that's a very off-brand joke, but I was thinking about the fucking woman monster from Monsters, Inc. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know why that just what popped into my head. I don't know. Um, yeah. But anyways, in this one though, at least Joe had the foresight to bring a tote bag. I guess instead right. of a garbage bag. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, he I brought was... a tote bag, an open tote bag full of fucking <laughs> murder weapons. Yeah, it wasn't his best idea, yeah, but it is an improvement. Better than for sure. Better than a garbage bag. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, but the cop is like, first of all, even though it's 5 a.m., use the sidewalk. Like, right. please don't jaywalk, <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh, I mean, he doesn't say it that nice because this cop is an asshole. Yeah. Um, and then he's giving him a whole bunch of shit about being from New York and not having changed his ID yet. <laughs> um, and he takes the headphones and now Joseph has to pay a $375 ticket for jaywalking, which, like, dude. <laughs> what Whoa. the hell? <laughs> um, at, which is ridiculous. So, yikes. Um, and you would think, like, that in and of itself is a lot. Yes. But Joseph, like, just gets back to his apartment, showers, all that stuff. But he cannot even relax because of the fact that Delilah comes in and is freaking out. And Joseph's like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> I have to console a woman. Ugh. I don't really have the emotional energy for this. And he thinks it's because he missed their date last night. But of course it's not. It's because of Henderson dying. Um, and the only thing that can console her right now is she wants to have sex. Yeah. So he goes upstairs and has sex with her. Um, and this Delilah is a mess. For real. She deserves better. She needs to know she her does. worth. Because um, she does not. She doesn't. <laughs> and um, she's like talking during sex about like, her mom is coming next week and really wants to meet him. And it's like, oh, you really don't want to do that. No. No. <laughs> um, one of the wildest things, I think, about this chapter is that Joseph, during <laughs> the peak of this sexual encounter, is trying to get Delilah to climax. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls her hair and, quote, tries not to notice the high school musical promotional plates on her kitchen counter. Now. So, <laughs> <sighs> what? What? Listen, Delilah, we've all been there, okay? <laughs> Listen. Listen. Everybody's had those days, Okay. Has everyone? Listen. Has one particular person in this chat had one of those days? Listen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but here's the thing. Because, fuck Joseph. You know, like, he says, I can do dinner. I'll go to your, with your family. Like, we'll hang out. It'll be great. Yeah. And Joseph. Being the worst possible for... Like, I hate this man but i didn't think that i could hate him more yeah until after having sex with delilah 
goes into what is essentially just his bathroom, right? Because it's a carbon copy of his apartment. Yeah. Goes into that bathroom, poops, doesn't flush. What? War criminal. This man is a war criminal. <laughs> Leaves. <laughs> Apparently without saying goodbye. Ah. And then... Caroline actually wrote this. It says an hour later, Delilah texted Joseph saying, no woman would actually say this. I love that my bathroom still smells like you. Literally, no. I'm so upset. My eyes had to like ingest this. I had to... I have to Read get that. new corneas now. I have to just burn my fucking eyes. I just don't understand. Why? Why? Like, oh, babe. Oh, my gosh. I had such a great time last night. Thank you so much for coming over. Thank you for leaving your fucking excrement in my house. In my <laughs> I would have texted him and been like, come scoop your poo. <laughs> and put it in your own toilet. Like... Why? Oh my god, if we had fucking badass TV landlord Delilah, she would have been like, hey, hey, fuckhead, come back in here and with your hands, fish your fucking poop out of my toilet and never talk to me again. I just don't understand, like, what possesses a man? (laughs) I don't understand. I hate him. How could you, how could you poop and never flush? I don't, I don't, it's making me so physically uncomfortable. Just the fact that he's comfortable to poop in another person's home. That's brave. That's brave. And that's, that's admirable for sure. With that, being so brave (laughs) as to poop in someone else's home and not flush, no hand washing, and then leave. What? Without saying a word. Excuse me? Who raised you? I we know that actually that's probably explains a lot. But like, come on, what? I do you do this to every place you go to, like every bar? I make him pay my rent. <laughs> yeah, this is emotional labor. I need you to like. I'm gonna invoice <laughs> you because I just had yeah. to think about your sitting fermenting poop that you left in my yeah, toilet. <laughs> I send a vendor request for my whole fucking rent payment. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no way. Time's up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> then he has... Oh, I hate this man. Then he has the audacity after this to be like, oh, I'm sick. Um, right. And Delilah, because she's a great person, but she's really awful the bar was so low leaves, <laughs> leaves a care package for him of kale soup which like what is that <laughs> i just got you some wet lettuce <laughs> <laughs> wet lettuce and water broth like what <laughs> oh, it's just kale tea um the newspaper and emergency <laughs> just one pack of emergency and but joseph hates himself and so he's like i don't want that to get better i want pizza um and so he orders a large pepperoni. And he doesn't say pizza. He just says a large pepperoni. <laughs> I'm assuming it's pizza. I want um, a, the but, biggest pepperoni you got. <laughs> um, but it 
it comes late and it comes cold and it comes dry and it comes overpriced, which tells me that he, he did just order a pepperoni and not like a pizza. Um, but it comes all fucked up. Um, and the delivery person is wearing a R.I.P. Henderson t-shirt. Even though it's been like 12 hours. Right, like 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And Joseph is just like all sad and suffering because he's killed someone famous and no one is giving him credit for it, which is like, oh, God, (laughs) Joseph. And the end of this chapter is that he says, am I right or am I right? And no one's there to answer the question. And so he has a panic attack about it. Yeah. Love it. And so that's where we're at. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so next week we're at chapters 15 and 16. And I swan to John, if we don't meet love, I'm not reading this book anymore. I just don't understand. Yeah. I. It's been so long. I just, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I miss her. Yeah. You know? I miss her stress baking. I agree. I miss her freaking out on people. Yeah. But at least until then, we have our patrons to comfort us. Oh, thank God. Thank goodness. We have so many of those lovely people to thank. And to thank them (laughs) this week, we have from thethings.com. We're back, baby. We're back. (laughs) Back on our bullshit. (laughs) 15 not-so-normal things Robert Pattinson has said in interviews. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. Okay, to start off this week, thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, who's going to be uh, uh, number nine... Uh, which is a photo that's a mood. Um, I liked stealing things a lot. You can definitely get high off it. Yeah. This photo they chose, too, is extremely good. Exactly. Very good. Shout out to Elizabeth Swan. Pew, pew, pew. Who's going to be number 10? Chicken Run is the only thing coming into my head. Oh, I feel that. This is in reverence to think of his favorite chick flick. Oh. And he came up with chicken. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> God bless him. God bless him. Um, shout out to Amy Taylor. Beep, 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 beep. Who's going to be number 13. Ooh. I see the world a lot of the time and don't know what's going on. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely, Robert. <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to Mulch Gray. Who's gonna be? Ooh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna come for your brand with this one. Number three. I think Edward basically is Nosferatu, but at the same time, he still cares about like doing his hair and stuff. He understands me. <laughs> he understands me. Yeah. All right, shout out to Kelly Beck. Beep, 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 beep. Who's going to be number two? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I ended up eating a fish that had an incredibly tiny body and an enormous skull. Yeah. Same. Shout out to Taylor Brown Town Lautner. Yes. This is gonna be number six. Yes. I was called my rap name Big Tub. (laughs) (laughs) The full name of this group was Big Tub and the Tabby Cats. I love that. Now, why was he not invited to be in Cats 2019? Oh my god. Just let you think on that. Just let you think on it, you know? My favorite thing about this in the explanation is that he says, he then explained unprompted <laughs> that his rap <laughs> was in fact picked up. That's the theme with all of these. It's just nobody actually <laughs> asks him weird questions. These are just all of his thoughts all the time. Um, yeah, I love that. All right, shout out to Aaron Salinger. Woo! Who's gonna be ow, number ow. five. Yes. I think there's a ballerina inside me. Ugh, classic. Classic. Such good. Such good work. Ugh, with J-Lo? Come on. Come on. Never forget. Shout out Sophia Salinger. Wow, wow, wow. It's gonna be... My favorite and most haunting of the quotes. I smell like a crayon. Mm. <laughs> Never forget that Never Robert Pattinson forget. smells like a crayon. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, nothing Nothing like smelling like a, a crayon. Just that fucking embalmed, Ugh. waxy nature, yeah. you know? You know? You know? You know? Oh, God. Fucking Robert, like, why? Why do you do this? <laughs> All right. I have a fan fiction for you today. Hell yeah. Um, it is titled Jasper's Weak Spot, which I chose because of the fact that we were all about Jackson this week. Pew, pew, pew. Um, this is by Magi Flower. Um, and it was last updated on February 20th of 2012. Nice. Um, it is a 17-part story, and I'm going to read them all for you now. <laughs> um, the summary of this is, when the Collins get invited to Denali by Tanya, weird things start to occur. Uh, and this is a little bit from Chapter 1. When they are on their way to Denali. Nice. And it is in Jasper's POV. Alright. Edward, I asked in my mind, knowing he would hear me. Edward's eyes searched my face until finding my eyes, a sign he'd heard me. Can I talk to you about something when we arrive? His eyes darted to the ceiling before meeting mine again. A clear yes from him. The rest of the journey on the plane went agonizingly slow. Even with the private jet Carlyle had hired and the abnormal speed he used to fly it, it still lasted long. Finally, I breathed in Alice's hair when I heard the small thud, signaling the plane had hit the ground. Alaska! Emmett shouted, pressing his palms in Edward's and mine's faces and running through the exit, landing on the snow. 
Yes, you read that correctly. He ran through the exit, taking the door with him. Rosalie shrugged and walked after Emmett, rolling her eyes. That's going to be a nice bill, Edward said, looking at the messed up exit. How the heck are we going to explain this when we return the jet, I asked, looking at Carlyle. He raised an eyebrow. We'll think of something. Now let's enjoy the snow, he said, and jumped after Emmett. What's wrong with him? I asked, raising an eyebrow. Edward and Bella shrugged and went out too, Nessie safely in Bella's arms. What is with everyone's reaction to snow? I asked, looking at Alice for support. It's just so enjoyable, Jazz, she giggled, hooking arms with Esme. Let's go too. What are you waiting for, Jazzy Poo? Emmett teased, throwing a snowball in my face. End scene. Damn. You ever just get so excited about snow that you break a jet? You know, I could get there. I can't relate, but (laughs) (laughs) that's mainly because my relationship with snow and ice is uh, dangerous. Yeah, an antagonistic relationship (laughs) from the um, ice's side. Less love, more hate, I would say. But, you know. Um, Well, as we say in Los Angeles. Ooh, get bit. I get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as Into the Twilight.show. You can send us an email at Into the Twilight Show at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at Into the Twilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at Your Ghost Host 44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss, you can find at Eli Sauerkraus and Krausfilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, who you can find at kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ali on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone